Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I am Jay Tilly. Man, it seems like whenever we get together, it's either thundering, get it, Thunder Rosa thundering, <laughs> or just some good, fun, professional wrestling going on. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm super pumped about the state of wrestling and just like AEW's got a lot of really good stuff going on. Hopefully they can continue to build the brand and continue to make them bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's not just the same 900,000 because they're there. They're buying the tickets for Wembley. They're showing up at Collision and Collision's starting to grow a lot better. And I, that, yeah, I love the feel of, of Collision too, man, and I, whew, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, Collision's a lot of fun, uh, and I think we talked about it, heck, one of the times we've podcasted. That's another thing. Every time we get together, we're like, all right, we're back on our schedule, and then life <laughs> happens, and we're not. 
but we are legit. We're adjusting some times. So those uh, that listen, we are going to start going live on at 6 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays and Thursdays instead of 7. We are going to stick with the Fantasy Sports Court at that time slot, uh, 7 to 8. Yeah, seven to eight. We're, we're going to stick with them at that time just because that's where they've got us booked in. But our show, we're going to slide earlier an hour just because uh, work schedules have changed and uh, poor Ellie J there now needs to be at work at uh, like 3 a.m. in the morning or something <laughs> ridiculous. So, uh, But we're back to it and we will start getting more steady. We have to because there are other things in the works behind the scenes. Uh, Ooh, you kind of made to believe, a, man. Oh, man, it's nuts. You uh, made a joke about the Thunder thing, but for those... Uh, curious yes we were on thunder rose's show we were the first guests ever on her show which is pretty damn cool uh had a blast a lot of good chemistry i thought we all did really well um amy's response was man did jared work all day he looks really tired i'm like yeah (laughs) he did and like i reached out to like tony and i was like hey tony like you know uh sorry like our energy was a little low it was he's like what you guys are awesome like wait till you see us when we're on just wait dude (laughs) see us on saturday Woo! Yeah, yeah, because I I played it uh, for uh, Amy to watch, and she's like, oh, she's like, Jared doesn't have the sparkle in his eye. She's like, he looks like he's had a rough day, and I'm like, I was like, yeah, I said he, it was his first day at the at the UTR thing. Plus, it was uh, Tiff's first treatment. I'm like, so it was a rough day for him, but we made it work and got pretty good praise uh, to the point that maybe we'll be a regular guest. We'll see. I uh, hope Let's so. Hope. Knock on wood. Yeah, and you know, awesome. And awesome. I'm, I, I'm glad you uh, extended the invite to uh, Tony and Thunder for our 22nd show, or at least Tony. And just, you know, they're, it was so much fun. Uh, kudos to what they've got going on over there. And JT, uh, you know, knocking down walls and, and getting us on there. That was, I really appreciate it, brother. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And I was just going to say, Tony is going to join us for the 22nd. He will not be able to do uh, August for, with us because, um, He's going to the big show over in uh, England, so he's going with Thunder, and uh, he was telling me that he's going to be able to like see the stadium and everything before they set it up and all. I'm like, that. that's so cool. Good for him, man. Oh my God. I'm so good jealous. for AEW. Seventy five thousand seats. Uh, I think and... it's like seventy seven now. Oh wow! There we yeah, go. I think now latest numbers were like seventy six nine eighty five or something ridiculous. I mean, and they haven't announced a match yet, which is insane. However. That'll lead us right into what I've wanted to kind of hit you with right now is some of the rumored matches or one of the rumored matches I think came out today from Fightful. Shout out to Sean Ross Sapp and that crew over there at Fightful. But Killing apparently one of the matches, uh, headline matches, they're t- not headline, I guess, but one of the marquee matches, Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. I see the shock in your wow. face. Dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Are, are you like hearing the words? Yep. And you're like, I didn't I didn't know I wanted to see that match. Yeah. That is dude. Yep. Fightful wow. dropped that, that today. Is... Uh apparently, you know, obviously Wall Spray Home Country, they're gonna have him there, which we all kinda assumed. I assumed it was gonna be to work Kenny for the rubber match. Right. Uh but yeah, the the news broke today that they're looking at uh Chris Jericho. So then that just opens up so many other things like what Seriously. is gonna go on with the Don Callis family? Is is this gonna be are, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm curious where the story's gonna take it. Wow. Is Don Callis gonna be on Jericho's side or are we gonna see Jericho face run and maybe we're gonna get instead of the elite versus Don Callis family right now, we're gonna get Don Callis family versus the JAS. You know, I'm curious how that's gonna go. That's so, oh man, that's interesting such stuff. A, yeah, that's such an awesome awesome problem to have and the the creative angle of that 
to free up and not not in a bad way, but to free Kenny up. Um, you know, you have Will Osprey talking some talk about what he wants to do with that United States title and greatest uh, looking title in all of professional wrestling, by the way. He wants to take the belt off the title and he wants to make it or I'm sorry, he wants to take the flag off the title and he thinks it's dumb that that's the United States title, that it should be the intercontinental title. So who knows what's uh, going to happen with that. So that's going to be a great, uh, great thing. And Will Osprey hates Canada. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep. oh, the money to be made with this. Will Osprey arguably, uh, you know, right up there with Omega and that five star match machine with a grizzled veteran like Jericho. Man, what a great problem to have. And, you know, I've I've heard talks of, um, you know, proposed matches with Statlander against a couple of their a uh, couple of different wrestlers. Um, you know, Taya Valkyrie looks like she's starting to pick up momentum. And then, you know, the booking last night, um, she went down to uh, DMD. So to, you know, to really see what's going on and, you know, hopefully um, Hater is doing okay. So just the different matches in the card, that the way the card can come together, especially if they're going to involve as much British talent as I think they will, and if they're going to do some kind of collusion with New Japan, man, it's going to be like a Forbidden Door 2.5 or something like that. So that's, dude, so, that's so exciting. I kind of hope they don't, right? Like, I don't want it to be a Forbidden Door-esque thing. I'd rather them set up matches like, you know, Soraya versus is Statlander, right? That would be mm-hmm. a good one. Set up the returning of, you know, Hater and Tony mm-hmm. Storm. Maybe uh-huh. pull in, like, I, I just think, I don't want to see it become a, an, like, I'm okay with Will Ospreay because he's kind of tied into AEW anyway. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Don Callis tie-in, and, and I'm okay with that. So, but yeah, I just don't want to see it become Forbidden Door 2 because I, I don't think that's fair to the British fans. I don't think that's what right. they want to see. They want to see their AEW fans or their AEW favorites. Um, I do think you'll see a lot of tag matches, six-man matches, probably a battle royal in there somewhere or something to that yeah. effect, which is fine. What I am curious about, though, is they're doing, rumor has it, all in, and then the next weekend they're doing all out. So are we going to get kind of a split roster pay-per-view? Is this something new Tony Khan's going to do where maybe Dynamite has their pay-per-view and Collision has theirs? I'm kind of curious where that's going to go. Wow, that's an interesting interesting twist. I wouldn't have ever even thought that that would be a consideration. But now that you're saying it out loud, that, you know, that would give them an opportunity um, to maybe split the ROH roster to um, 50-50, giving them a little more face time. And yeah, that's, uh, you know, the the FTR guys, um, are they going to come out the victors against um, Better the than MJF you, baby. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, man, when that music played and he was jumping around and he just walks out like this, I thought that that was funny shit. That Those two together, oh, that's, that's great. That's freaking funny. It's so good. And, and yeah, it's just so much fun. And I think that's the key, right? It's fun. It's not, yeah. and just all the credit to MJF because he did the same thing with Sammy Guevara, you know, where they just had fun. But it's so much fun that I'm like, I don't want this to end. I want them yeah. to. I actually want them to win the damn belts. Like, I yeah. want them to carry on for a while. And yeah. even, like, the things that happened on, on Dynamite where MJF looks at Cole and they do their segment and MJF tells Cole, like, hey, no matter what, 
because you're my friend, I'm going to give you a rematch down the road. Talk about throwing a wrench into what we all thought was going to happen. He just flat mm-hmm. out said, yeah, I'll give you a rematch. Like, you deserve one. You're my buddy. What? And then, you know, Roderick Strong coming in and attacking. And I just, <laughs> it took it took some twists I didn't see coming. So, yeah, very, very interesting, uh, that turn going. And then back to the... <laughs> when, they hit, when they hit the double clothesline in the restaurant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, the pop that was just, crazy. That looks, that looks just like Sammy Gavon. <laughs> And they just <laughs> hit each other like, what? No, yeah. that's, And then when uh, they hit it in the match, the pop was just like insane <laughs> yeah. for a double clothesline. A double clothesline. You know, and so we we were talking uh, both on our mental health show and when we were with Thunder and Tony. And we were talking about the, the connection with the fans. Um, you know, we were dabbling in mental health and how we, you know, sometimes we just want to get away. We need to, you know, decompress, whatever. And this suspended belief and, you know, just the creative with AEW, um, you know, s- slowly there, you, you're sitting there going, I thought I hated MJF, but now <laughs> he's, you know, you're like, because when, you know, face or heel, Adam Cole will have a following like no one else. And it's just bizarre because he's not jacked. He's not six foot five. Um, he's not. It's just it's so bizarre. And he he's just he's got it. And man, so that from the entrance to the move set and then you get MJF who, you know, he's the devil. He goes away. He holds the, the title now. And it's like, yeah, it's just strange, man. Like. Oh yeah, this is this is a really really good problem with with uh, professional wrestling right now. Yeah, Whew. yeah, absolutely. And then uh, you know, uh, I you th- I thought of something when you were talking about Will Osprey last segment, and it just made me think of it again. You talked about how he wants to take the U.S. part out of it and make it the international or intercontinental title, and I was thinking about uh, Orange Cassidy, and I didn't realize until last night when they said it that he's the most successful champion they've had. He has more title defenses for that championship than any other person in AEW so far. Wow. Talk about making that a workhorse championship. And his match with AR Fox was great. Didn't see the AR Fox uh, heel turn coming, though. Spoilers for anybody that hadn't seen it. But if you're listening to the podcast, you know we're talking wrestling. So, right. But, yeah, I didn't see that 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 swerve at the end. Ha, no pun intended. Didn't see the swerve at the end of the swerve yeah, match. there we go. Uh, coming because, I mean, I guess maybe I kind of somewhat predicted it. Like, I could kind of see it in the... Thing, but they did this whole really good video package about Darby Allen talking about how much he respects AR Fox and he gave him a place to live and all this stuff. And then that happened. I was like, oh, that was a pretty effective. That was a good turn. I, I appreciated oh, that. Yeah. So we're obviously setting up a little tag match or four way feud with uh, Nick Wayne and Darby and Swerve and uh, AR Fox and completely makes sense since they all four train wow. together. Way to get the 18 year old who probably a little uncomfortable. Yes, we've seen what he can do in the independence, but it's different from, you know, no offense to bingo halls, but the bingo hall with 50 people, maybe 100, to Wimbledon, 90,000 people, <laughs> you know, like he's, yeah. so I, I think it's a really smart That's move crazy. on Tony Khan's plate, uh, booking plate to go, all right, well, I know you're really comfortable with Darby Allen. I know you're comfortable with AR Fox. I know you're comfortable with Swerve. Let's put them in a program together so, one, they build him up and can help him improve and get over the jitters. Darby can talk for him. You could throw Sting in there. Sting can show up and be a, a part of it, too. So, yeah, extremely interesting. Uh, just genius. Like, that's a great way to build up this really young talent who, like I said, you know, did independence and probably hasn't been in more than a 1,000 people. And surprise! 
<laughs> hey, by the way, um, there's more people in the gorilla position than he's wrestled in front of. So it's <laughs> yeah. you know yep. it's going to be bonkers. And I like the I like the thread that you just told. I you know you forget about the connection between Darby, uh, Swerve, um, Wayne, and then. Um, AR Fox. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. So AR Fox turns on Orange Cassidy or turns on, you know, becomes a heel. Yeah. Darby Allen stuck up for him and then come back around and Swerve ends up defeating Darby Allen when Darby Allen is now the number one contender for the TNT title. So now you're just like, you're about to elevate Wayne. You just put um, Swerve to the, you know, upper upper end of the card not maybe not on the top of the card but he's damn he's right there and and he's a just just elevated ar fox yep so yeah that's it's got the potential to be and especially if darby wins right so now you got all four of them in a program that involves the tnt championship which would be all right too so very yeah good stuff going on for sure yeah and that's, that's phenomenal the so the part i i guess i'll let it play out and i'll see how it goes but what i didn't uh so Air Fox gets mad, drops Orange Cassidy. Then Moxley comes out and drops Orange Cassidy. And I'm going, all right. Like, yeah. you super punched my friend, whatever. I don't know how I feel about this three way feud with Pac and the Lucha Brothers, the best friends, Orange Cassidy, BCC. I think I see where it's going to go. I imagine we're going to get a three way or nine man match, I guess. Three way triple threat match, maybe for uh Wimbledon so that now you've got three of your biggest teams together I could see that being the way to go to it but it's wow. just very weird feeling yeah I mean I would rather have see, I would rather see Cassidy go and defend his title over there personally that's what I was gonna say like I'd rather see Cassidy defend the title not against Moxley um oh that would be good though I know and I was just like not against Moxley he's been the world champ a couple of times I really like this workhorse title the pseudo collision title until they decide what they're going to do with CM Punk's belt and um you know you've got the the mic work and the the back and forth with um Stark and now that he's won the Owen Cup and he carries the title around like it's going to mean something um you know I'd like to see that part play out and does does Mox and the BCC need to be near a title to be relevant and I would say no does it make the title more if Mox is carrying it, well, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one, you know. And then you're gonna have whatever the fallout is gonna be um, for the ROH title. So this yeah. is uh, there's there's a lot of gold that can be on the card, and I would above or below of the what is it, twelve titles between AEW and ROH. Um, probably 50% of those titles will change hands. Um, you know, Athena could, uh, you know, end up losing the title. Uh, they were talking that she wanted to go against, uh, Statlander. I wouldn't necessarily want two titles in one match just because right. I like when titles change hands, but that would be a great match too. So, so man, that brings up another interesting, so much, so much. Yeah. And, and it brings up another interesting thought process or quandary is with the all in all out. Are they putting all the titles on all in? Are they going to do some on all in and all out? Mm. I'm just curious. I'm very curious to see how they're going to build two different pay-per-views. Who's going to make event each one? And now that the rumor is Osprey and uh, Jericho, who's Kenny Omega going to fight? Are you going to put CM Punk on the all-in card? If not, that's kind of crappy for the British fans because they didn't want to see him too. So I'm very – Tony Khan's good, and, and he makes he makes some issues book women better, but – uh, I think he, 
he's also extremely good at what he does a lot of times. So what, yeah, I'm just going to have to let it play out. I'm very curious. I think mm. we saw a dynamite this week that is past blood and guts, past forbidden door, and is starting to show the hand a little bit. I just, I don't see it yet. Uh, you know, the elite weren't even on there last night. So hmm. yeah, I just, that's a good point. Yeah. So they're, they're obviously starting to build for it. And obviously you can see one of their programs is probably going to be death triangle, best friends and BC. Some really good matches can come out of that hmm. pack versus Moxie will be great. Claudio versus uh, orange Cassidy Penta versus Yuta. I mean, there's some really good matches that can come out of that, that nine man combo. But what I don't want is Orange Cassidy to kind of get his title to be set aside. He's been doing so good at uh, defending to where he's, like I just said, you know, he's he's defended more than any other. Like, That's don't crazy. put that aside. Like, let's keep using that, right? That's, cr- yep. That's like the newest title, too, which is, yeah. you know, fantastic. Meaning, you know, you're hold, you're having a champion hold on to a title. Well, I like title. You, you just said you like when titles change hands. Right. But if you're... If a man is making a title or a title is making a man or both, keep that keep that slow burn going. And, you know, for a little while, I thought it was going to be Luchasaurus that was going to take the title. And then I thought maybe um, they would have a an international wrestler come in. Um, and then, you know, I sort of had a pipe dream that Nick Aldis would come in over to AEW. But I, I think... I think he could work in WWE. Totally up to him what he wants to do. He's done with Impact. Yeah. He's considered a free agent. I think he's got some international dates in Australia or something coming up. And then we'll see what he's going to do. But yeah, dude, I, I didn't even think of, you know, that aspect of it. You want to see that those those trios um, work, you know, do work together. But I, I totally agree. I, I love seeing that international title defended. I love the ring work that orange cassidy's doing and the selling and every week he shows up with more tape and uh, you know uh, yeah. um the kinesiology tape and stuff so keep that's a that's a must you we gotta see that and well, um wow yeah and i love how uh on the show last night they uh, i think it was it was either excalibur or, Ta- or hell it might have been tony i don't remember who it was but they're like if you notice he's got his back taped up and that's from you know kyle fletcher and he's got his shoulder tape up and that and they like went through his injuries and who caused him i was like all right that was pretty good like yeah like way to like put over the fact that hey this guy keeps getting his butt kicked you know and his hands taped up because of this i was like oh that's pretty cool so but he keeps yeah, coming it, out the victor <laughs> yeah and he still came out the victor um like i said workhorse man he's he's putting in those title defense Dang, uh, that's amazing uh, yeah I, I can't so this don Callis, chris jericho thing like i said with the announcement of will osprey potentially which you know sean ross sap is usually pretty good at these it does lead me down okay what's gonna go on with this like is it because i thought they were gonna bring osprey in to be part of the don Callis family because you would think he would be the one that would want to come in and fight omega more so curious where that's gonna go and like i said with the elite not on last night it was interesting yeah uh, are we gonna see jericho say no and stick like i said stick with the jas and maybe we're setting up jas versus john Callis, and then we'll do the elite stuff down the road i don't know it'll be interesting i still want to see punk versus omega personally wow that did Dude, did you have you been watching the clips of uh, I think it was on YouTube and I don't think it was being a lead. It was one of the shows and they showed Omega after the blood and guts match. Dude, it looked like he rolled over one of those strips that the police roll out. Um, yep. So it blows your tires. He was his back jacked. I was like, dude, yeah, you are a 
beast. I hope you get a couple then, days off because that's crazy. Yeah, which is probably why they weren't on the show. Moxley doesn't care. He's going to show up. But, yeah, yeah, and then on Being the Elite, they showed uh, – um, he was picking the attacks out of oh my gosh uh, I keep wanting to say Shibata but that's because I got Shibata on the mind because I want to see him in a match at Wimbledon. But everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He was picking the tax out of Ibushi's back. And I was like, oh. oh. And he's like pulling them out. And you can see him like sticking. And he's like, tink, tink. I'm like, oh. But yeah, they showed his back on that too, and I'm like, oh gosh, like bed and nails or not, wow. that that sucked. That was not fun. Mm. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that that was rough. So nice job to the, in blood and guts. That was a um, fantastic match. I'm still thrown off by the finish. Um, I'm sure that'll play out. Uh, you know, coming you know coming forward. And we talk about what's going to happen with Jericho. Is he going to join Don Callis? Is he going to go back to the JAS? Is it somewhere in between? Um, I think he's going to do something in between, um, but I don't know what version we're going to see because I don't think we're going to see the Y2J with the blinking jacket. I don't, you know, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see him work with Osprey, get Osprey a huge win, and, you know, that's going to do something for the United States title if he's defending the title. If he's if it's a non-title match and they're just gonna they're just gonna run it, it's that's gonna be a phenomenal match. Um, and I don't know if Osprey would join the Don Callis family because Don Callis is Canadian, so that oh yeah that's that, true that could play into it too. So I man, I you just got me thinking: Are we gonna see Jade Cargill come back, um, or is she oh, gonna yeah. stay away for a little while longer? Um, she made a comment not. Uh, it's probably a month now or so that she said, you know, I'm not going to be back for a while. So she's going to come back. I would think she's going to be repackaged, probably a baby face. Um, yep. And I mean, she, just the world is her oyster. Now that she's not the TBS champion, she can, she, there's so much that she can do. Um, and, and if it turns out that Taya Valkyrie ends up winning the title next, um, that would be a good program. Or Taya doesn't win the title and she still goes into a program with Cargill. Cause I think had that, uh, had they let that breathe a little bit, I think that would be an awesome program. But I just, I just keep thinking about the different combinations between the elite the BCC, um, what are you going to do with, like, Brian Cage and the Embassy mm-hmm. um, the, are the moguls? Um, you know, you've got Aussie Open who signed with AEW. They're, you know, they're both healthy, doing great stuff. So now, like, Bring such a, champs. Yep. that's just awesome. So, you know, are they, yeah, you've, uh, yeah, you've got a lot to prognosticate, man. It's, uh <laughs> 
it's going to be a good problem. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the AEW world for sure. And then uh, you you said Cargill and Ty. So I caught a line, and it could have been a throwaway line, but it's AEW. I never think they are. But Ty said something after she beat Blue Sky, Sky Blue. I did it. You do it all the time, and I, I just did it. <laughs> after she beat Sky Blue about, uh, look, I just beat one of your homegrowns. And I was like, uh-oh, is she going to join the outcasts? Because that would be good. Because then you do set up Jade Cargo, who's a homegrown, to come back as a as a babyface and team with Hater and and DMD and all them. Yep. So I'm that made me go oh, okay that would that would work. I could see her as a heel hanging out with them, you know, and and just beating the hell out of people. So it'll be interesting for sure. And once that but, program's done, you get the DMD turn, um, or do they not turn? And Adam, yeah, I mean, does Adam Cole turn on MJF? Does MJF turn on Adam Cole? Does Adam Cole and DMD, do they both have to be faces? Do they have to both be heels? Mm. So that could be an interesting story. That that could turn into a faction of some sort when yeah. um, Roderick Strong finally goes, see, I told you. And now there's some kind of version of, of um, you know, what they were in um, NXT. But, yeah, and you just keep th- talking about CM Punk. And he looked like he was having fun last time he was in the ring. And, um, you know, him taking an L to uh, Stark, I think, is a lot more significant than just a win or a loss. It, it like, furthers a story. It elevates Stark. And... Two L's to him. He lost to him in the triple th- uh, the six-man, too, on, on this yep. past Saturday. So, technically, yeah, so two I- L's. Yeah, I thought that was huge that um, he let it go down like that, and he was okay with the booking. So I should shut my mouth about what I was saying about CM Punk before. He he's <laughs> not, and he doesn't seem like he's there for himself. He's there for the boys and girls, yep. and you know I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy for wrestling fans to having CM Punk back. Yeah, and and Collision, like we said at the start of the show, is definitely a different feeling than Dynamite. My this is gonna sound weird but I want more people on it, right? Like every week we've seen FTR versus oh, somebody. I see what you're saying. Every week we've seen, like we've seen the same cast, which I understand that's fine because the opposite is what you get on Dynamite where people just disappear for months at a time. <laughs> but like, get a, I, I, was, I was hoping to see a little more variety of some of the people there. So that mm-hmm. being said, I can't wait for Saturday because I think the Andrade, Buddy Matthews oh. match, uh, ladder match is going to be insane. Mm. And then you've got Adam Cole and MJF taking on FTR, which I think will be great. On that match, do you think Strong causes MJF and Adam Cole to lose, and that's what ends up breaking the team up? So basically, they would have stayed together, but at, you know, let's say Strong gets involved, and then it, neither one really turn on each other, but they have a disagreement because of Strong, and it becomes a thing. I'm just curious. I think he's going to be the linchpin in, in it somehow. Whether he's the one that says "I told you so," or he gets so obsessed and crazy about it that he causes an issue. Yeah, and you know, someone turns around, um, and Roderick Strong is standing there. Maybe MJF is laid out, and then Adam Cole takes the L. No, because then that would bring MJF and Adam Cole tighter. Um, yeah, that's you know, maybe yeah, that's a uh, maybe MJF is like unconscious in the ring and are unconscious outside the ring. And um, they hit the mother trucker on the big rig on Adam Cole. Roderick comes out to, to save the day or what? I don't know. Yeah. A ref bump is involved. MJF is out. Roderick strong comes in. There's some kind of shenanigans or something. Ref comes to, they lose the match. Now they're not champions. They're like, what did you do? But then that pushes. Yeah. That, how would you book? How would you book that? 
because it seems like if Roderick Strong is involved against MJF or against FTR, they lose, and that would push um, Adam Cole and MJF together. Or yeah, I would I'm, one of, and it's probably a WWE way to do it. Maybe not. I would. I could see uh, Roderick Strong out there supporting whatever, trying to be a good friend. Somehow takes an inadvertent bump from MJF. Whether it's uh, he goes, uh, they're outside the ring, and FTR pulls you know pulls Strong in the way, and they. Dex him and Adam Cole sees MJF hit him. So now you've driven that wedge between them, and that I think that's how you do it. You know, yeah, you have that's a good one. You have strong out because of something MJF did, mm-hmm. and they're so good that it'll be one of those. Did MJF do it on purpose or not? <laughs> or you can even do a backstage segment where they find Roderick Strong Ooh. out, right? His neck brace ripped off, and he's screaming in pain. And you you start planting that seed of doubt that it was MJF that attacked him. And hell, you could even do it, stretch that on for a while, and then you find out like you know two three weeks down the road that it wasn't him; it was FTR that dropped him, or Punk. Right? It was Punk that dropped him just to just help his buddies out. Like they could do a couple yeah. things that would be pretty cool with Ooh, it. That'd be good because then that would bring that would bring that back around for MJF and CM Punk to uh yep cross streams again wow that would be fun yeah and you could set up cmftr versus strong cole and punk or strong cole and mjf too like you know they have their friction they find out it was punk and then now they're back together as a team to yep. take, you know they they could do some stuff with it that would be good and that would be a good yeah. i think that would be a good storyline to put on to collision because then you've yeah. got adam cole and mjf there Roderick Strong, yes, your world champion's not on your big show, but he hasn't been defending it or doing much with it anyway. Right. Um, and I'm okay with – because Tony Khan never said this was a brand split. He just – nothing has ever been said about that. We as fans have started interpreting it that way, but he's never said that. So I we can't say anything about people crossing over and going to other shows because, hey, that's – there was never anything that said they couldn't. Yeah. And I think having your champions show on both shows is fine. Yeah. But wow. I, I'm like you, though. I am curious what CM Punk's going to do about this world title thing. I, it was an interesting little nugget. And then when Stark ran off with the title in the bag, and then they were talking a little bit later, and um, Tony goes, I know what's in your bag. And he he was like, no, I just brought my Louis Vuitton. And then he's sitting here talking to CM Punk. I know what's in your bag. Well, wait a minute. So did you give the bag back? Or do you have it? Or like <laughs> CM Punk didn't mention who has the bag now. Yep. So I'm walking around, where's the bag? Who's What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Yeah. So do they come out with another, you know, I, I like the the thought of having the international champion um, being sort of that pseudo collision title. I don't necessarily want CM Punk to come rolling out with that um, AEW title to cause dissension with who's the valid champion or not because this storyline has gone so away um, from CM Punk with MJF being the champion that it would like, I don't think it would bring MJF down because he's, you know, he's, he's able to carry it, but this is, uh, so how, (laughs) how crazy would it be if CM Punk does pull out the title and it's, it's like mine up there. So it's the original black and gold. And here, this has all been planned from the get go. That's why MJF went with the brown and gold. Like how crazy would that be? Is like, oh, that's why he's got his own belt. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, they thought this far in advance about this? Wow. I don't think that's the case, but yeah. it could be. Who that, knows? Yeah, that would be uh, that would be a good way to get around it and be able to explain the rationalization behind the Triple B champion and the yep. AEW champion, whatever they're going to call. One's the AEW champion, one's the world champion. Whatever. They should call it Universal and World, yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Man. But- 
Have you noticed Shit. that uh, MJF's belt's not the Triple B anymore? It doesn't have the Burberry on it anymore. It's just this really nice brown leather now. I think the inside might be the Burberry, but when he first brought it out, the whole thing was. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I like it. Now that it's just brown leather, though, I'm like, ooh, that is sharp looking. I, yeah, I love, yeah. I really, really think they they nailed that title. Um, I like how it's big and shiny. Don't make it weird. <laughs> So yeah, I just yeah, I think that's a great looking title with that brown. I think it really pops, um, yep. and not that the the two tone faceplate is really cool with the black too. So I mean, you've got uh, some good looking titles. The tag team titles I think are terrific. I'm surprised they didn't roll out new ones just because they redesigned the international title from the All Atlantic title. Seems like every episode the TNT title changes hands, so they make it a little bit different. <laughs> Scorpio Sky sitting up in the in the yep. cheap seats to see who's doing what to who so he's back um i can't wait to see that guy fly i hope they you know push him to the top of the card i think that would be yeah i think he's got the goods so i'd like yep. to see him uh get up and go so there's so much going yeah. on yeah and... i think we're in this weird spot there's a lot going on yet it's all kind of murky right now and mm-hmm. it's fine it's just like after any big aew pay-per-view you kind of get this like okay let's readjust and now we got new storylines going and i feel like every time they have a pay-per-view the dynamite after we're always like uh like what mm-hmm. happened and then like two three weeks later, like oh my god it's so good and i feel like it didn't happen after forbidden door because i think that's a, a different pay-per-view but i feel like blood and guts was like the conclusion of the big yes. storyline so this wednesday i watched it and i was just like eh, what's going on like this is okay i don't know how mm-hmm. i'm into this but i know for a fact in two or three weeks i'm gonna be like oh my god i can't wait to see you know Pack and Orange Cassidy go at it, or you know Moxley's gonna take on Penta. What? Let's let's go in an yeah. ambulance match. You know who knows? Because Penta's known yeah. to do some pretty brutal death match kind of stuff too. So it'd be, but yeah, I just it it's AEW and and that's just how they roll. So I'm sure we'll get something. What are the Elite gonna do? Because you know they're gonna be at all in. So what are we gonna build for them? Are we gonna see Takeshita wow. versus uh, Omega maybe or like I'm curious. Ooh. There's yeah, there's got to be some big matches that they're gonna announce, and I have a feeling that that seventy nine or seventy eight thousand they're sitting at is probably gonna jump to quite a bit higher uh, down the road here for sure. Yeah, as soon as they start posting the champion, you know the the matches, and then they're gonna announce that the the return of Jamie Hader. Yep, and. The rest of the seats will sell. Um, you know, Nick Aldis is from England. Does he somehow make his way on to the car? You know, is there mm. enough time to, you know, get him over with the crowd? Because, you know, he's been with Impact so long. Yes, he was at the first um, pay-per-view against uh, Cody Rhodes. Or not pay-per-view, but they're, you know, what yeah, the, the original will become. Yeah. So, nope, you know, Nick Aldis isn't an, an unknown, obviously. He's been in the business for 20 years, multi-time uh, world champion when it was, um, you know, TNA and uh, two-time NWA champion. Like, that's um, that would be a good get for AEW. Does he make his way onto the card? Now he's, a you know, he's not a homegrown, but he's from England. That would definitely, you know, be a good one. But um, like I said before, is there enough time for that, especially when you already have such a huge roster and you want to get everybody, as many people on the card? Then you're going to fly, you know, where do you think they're going to do – um, all in if uh, if they're doing all out in um, in England. Uh, all ins in England. All out. They've announced I'm sorry, in Chicago. Out, yeah, Chicago. It'll be in okay, Chicago. Yeah. So obviously yeah, so Punk will be at all out. 
Yeah, something <laughs> huge for CM Punk. Maybe, um, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. A lot of stuff coming and coming on and, and getting ready to pop off for sure. Uh, you know who else? I I'm curious if they're gonna try to get is. I wonder if uh, Mercedes Monet will be ready and make her debut over uh, in in All In. That would be cool. I wonder wow. if Daniel Bryan's going to be ready uh, with his broken arm. He should be ready by then, I hope. Actually, it's not that far away. It's, what, the end of yeah. August. So maybe he'll be ready to go by then. And then is he really going to take on Niles uh, McGinnis? Because, you know, he, he's made a couple comments, and you've heard him kind of uh, – McGinnis has hit back a couple times on commentary about, you know, he's lucky he got hurt out of flattened him. I'm like, ooh, okay, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, or are we going to finally get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Do- Brian Danielson? Like, that would be a good oh one, too. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. Hopefully not yeah. for the TV title, but right. yeah, that would be... Yeah, just but again, then we're going to that Forbidden so, yeah. Door 2.0 thing again, so I don't know. That's true, yeah. We keep driving it over to that way. You know, who's um, you know who's a, a credible wrestling threat for uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, or Brian Danielson, sorry, and there's just I'm running Shibata. all the Shibata Have Danielson and Shibata for the pure title. Wow, that would be a good match. That would Ooh, be that a would be a real fun. good match. Yeah, that'd be a lot that of fun. Be a lot of fun. Man, yeah, there's so many things they can do and, and ways they can go with it. Heck, maybe we're gonna get Don, uh, Danielson versus Orange Cassidy. You could set that up for the because mm. the BCC best friend storyline. Yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, obviously they're gonna build it up. They got a month, so we'll see. Uh, more and more coming out about it, that's for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens with Collision. They're going to button some stuff up, start uh, pushing a little bit more. I, I'm really excited to hear or see what the first match, like the first official match, this just in officially announced uh, this person against this person, and or are they going to announce, hopefully they don't do like another poker chip battle royal. Hopefully it's something a little bit different. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's... British flag on a pole match. <laughs> tea and crumpets match. Man. Spot a tea match. It's going to be... It's a bare knuckle fight match. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, so good luck to uh, Jericho and Osprey. I think, uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's not going to be the usual five-star that we're used to. Not that Jericho can't do a moonsault here and there, but just the athleticism of Osprey um, and the spring in his legs is... Woo-wee! It's going to be up there yeah, I, with uh, what we're going to see from um, Ricochet and Paul uh, at SummerSlam. So I, I love the idea of the Jericho Osprey. I just every once in a while Jericho you could start showing his age a little, mm-hmm. and Osprey is so high octane and so go go mm-hmm. go. I'm very curious how this will work out. Like, is he gonna blow up Jericho to where he's like can't breathe, can't do anything, he's he's done? Or right. is Osprey? You know, it'll be interesting if this is truly the way they're gonna go. I'm I'm down. Like, I want to see it. I'm ready to see that. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a good match, uh, one way or another, for sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just wondering if if Osprey can wrestle at such a slow pace and not land as high because I'm sure Jericho doesn't want to take some of those <laughs> those uh, high yeah, those high yeah. <laughs> Those high dragons and the you know the the uh, full oh, yeah. and suplexes and stuff. So he's not taking um, any. Uh, uh, what was the the one Omega took at Forbidden Door, geez. where he just dropped one? Why can I not think of the name of it? Oh, the Tiger the, Driver. Uh, Tiger, Tiger Driver, Driver ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Nine, uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I, I'm not seeing. Uh, I'm not yeah. seeing Jericho taking that move. 
correct. You are correct, sir. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody should take that move. Yeah. But uh, that was scary looking. Jeez, man. But awesome Jeez. to catch up, man. Like, I'm glad we got yeah. to do this. So, yeah, we'll cut it about 45 minutes. I think that's good. I don't want us to just keep so. sitting here going, uh, let's talk uh, about. Uh. But, man, uh, well, I tell you what, everybody who's listening now who hasn't gone to see Thunder or hasn't gone to watch Thunder Rosa's um, show over on YouTube, go check it out. Tony is, uh, you know, he's working through some technical uh, situations because it was new having four <laughs> four feeds at once. So shout out to Tony and his technical prowess. I'm sure he he jumped a few steps. Thanks again to uh, Thunder and everybody who's been there. The Fantasy Sports Corp, you know, all the work that's being done on the back end um, for those guys, really appreciate it. And, of course, my man, my tag team partner, Jay Tilly, uh, doing some serious heavy lifting for us. Um, keep Keep checking in with us, seeing what we're doing. Hit us up on all our socials. And, uh, man, we will be here on Saturday um, live at the Fantasy Force uh, Sports Corp. And we'll talk about some of our sponsors. And, uh, dude, it's it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. And it's a good time to be in the man cave. And I hope everybody who's out there listening is doing all right and is digging what what we're putting down. Because this is a lot of fun. Yep. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the socials and somebody said, what socials? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Follow us on uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, I guess is a, the new one. Or, uh, is it Twitter? Is it X? Twex? Could Twats? be Twex. What's it called now? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Just Google No Shave Man Cave. Hit us yeah. up wherever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. YouTube. Uh uh yeah sorry i'm still thinking about the twitter x thing all right let me start this again rewind all right hey somebody asked where we could get those socials well it's easy you can follow no shave man cave on twitter parentheses x um youtube rumble tiktok threads wherever you get your social media listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from apple spotify pandora uh amazon music all that good stuff please 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 Drop us a review, hit those five stars. If you're watching us on YouTube or Rumble, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Hit the little notifications. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you decide, and I don't want to know these guys got new shows on, unsubscribe. But we'd appreciate the love and support. We know you're out there watching. We can see the statistics. So just go ahead and hit that uh, hit that subscribe button for us. I appreciate yeah, everybody yeah. and everything. And I'm going to hot tag it out for the closer bump from and my man. Feed, bump and feed. Hey, Jay Tilly, great show as always. Man, all the work you're doing in the back end, I really appreciate it. All the love that we're getting from our uh, our fans and friends and, hell, even our pool guy. It's freaking awesome. So thank can you we, so much for checking us out. Can we not say the work I'm doing in the back end? That makes it weird. So what had behind happened was, <laughs> <laughs> let's say behind, my man's over in Gorilla producing <laughs> some magic back there. Uh, so good stuff. Hey, to our brothers and sisters in arms, thank you so much for what you do. Keep doing you. And if anybody out there is dealing with any kind of stress or mental um, instability that you need any kind of help, there is someone waiting and ready for you to uh, to give you that help. Dial 988. If you're still on active duty, get with someone in your unit, get with your chaplain, go to the hospital. Please don't, don't do anything crazy. Someone loves you. We love you and we want you back here. So until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. 
you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.